Hello, and welcome back to 15 Minutes of Fascism, a sadly topical podcast covering the global rise of the radical right. I'm Dr. Craig Johnson, bringing to you this week another episode of Faces of Fascism. This week, I'm talking about a guy named Charlie Kirk. Charlie Kirk is the founder of TPUSA, or Turning Point USA, which is one of the leading right-wing organizations, especially on United States college campuses right now. Charlie Kirk was born in the northwest collar suburbs of Chicago in the 1990s. He's only 29 years old. His mother is a therapist, and his father was a registered architect. This meant that he grew up in a solidly middle-class family. He was also a member of the Boy Scouts and actually completed his Eagle Scout badge, which means that he, you know, did the, the final ultimate culmination of the Boy Scouts program. He was also very young when he started activism on the right wing. He started extremely young in high school. He wrote into Breitbart, the extreme right wing news organization, to protest liberal biases in his own high school textbooks. This write-up in Breitbart, which actually got a lot of press, eventually led to him appearing on Fox News while he was still a teenager, while he was still in high school. This eventually led to him getting a speaking engagement at a university in Chicago, or in the Chicago area, Benedictine University, which is a Jesuit school in the West Chicago suburban area. At this speaking engagement, which was oriented around, you know, galvanizing young conservative voters, Charlie Kirk met somebody who would change his life forever. This person was Bill Montgomery. Bill Montgomery was a marketing executive in Chicago who had retired and was at the time a major Tea Party activist. The Tea Party was, in the early 2000s, the leading right-wing force in the Republican Party. Bill Montgomery really liked Charlie Kirk. He liked how he talked. He liked how he galvanized people, not just, you know, normal Republican people, but other youth people. And Montgomery essentially made a proposition to Charlie Kirk. Montgomery said that if Kirk didn't go to college, Montgomery would give him money to start a right-wing advocacy organization instead. And that's exactly what Charlie Kirk did. Instead of going to college, Charlie Kirk founded Turning Point USA in 2012. Turning Point USA is a grassroots right-wing group which targets young people, especially and particularly those on college campuses, which, again, Charlie Kirk never himself attended or finished. Turning Point USA also eventually got more money from a guy named Foster Freeze, who is a longtime GOP bigwig donor. Turning Point USA, generally just called TPUSA, is a nonprofit umbrella organization at this point. It has several side branches that operate throughout the United States, and there are also side branches of TPUSA that operate in Canada and the United Kingdom, although, of course, they're not called TPUSA there. TPUSA's explicit mission is to organize young people, specifically students. This is a quote from its mission statement. Their, quote, you know, their, their goal is, quote, to educate, train, and organize students and to promote the principles of freedom, free markets, and limited government. Okay, so, so far, this is just the story of a young Republican activist who was encouraged by a wealthy guy to become a permanent, you know, a lifelong political apparatchik, and that this succeeded, and he's just this, like, 
pretty big, you know, medium big mover and shaker in the Republican world. However, TPUSA and Charlie Kirk are a lot more complicated than that. This complication especially, you know, took off like it did with many of the other people in the Republican Party around the 2016 presidential election. So remember, TPUSA was founded in 2012. This is pre-Trump. This is Mitt Romney's GOP. It is socially conservative. It is fiscally conservative. It is opposed to homosexual marriage, but accepts that when it's, you know, when it becomes the law of the land, it is opposed to a lot of the things that right-wing Republicans are opposed to, but it is not as openly vitriolic as the Republican Party has become under Donald Trump. It still believes itself to be a party of law and order, which the Republican Party under Donald Trump has increasingly abandoned. TPUSA was a major part of this slide into a different kind of Republican Party, and that's the story I'm going to be telling for the remainder of this episode. TPUSA, as it gained power in the early 2010s and through the mid-2010s, got a lot of other Republican leaders on board. Among them were Virginia and Clarence Thomas, Clarence Thomas being the Supreme Court Justice, former Illinois Governor Bruce Rauner, who was a Republican, and remember, you know, Kirk and TPUSA themselves come from Illinois. Another major donor was the founder of Home Depot, Bernard Marcus. These are all major and pretty right-wing GOP leaders. TPUSA's activities are oriented towards capturing youth leadership and pushing it in an increasingly right-wing direction. Leaked documents from TPUSA show that it gives money to right-wing student groups in an attempt to help them take over student governments at major universities in the United States. TPUSA has been clear that its goal is to try to promote right-wing student power, not just like in terms of students being active in national, state, and local politics in the United States, but also in terms of students actually taking over college campuses themselves in an effort to move campus culture toward the right wing. They're especially targeting NCAA Division I schools. So if you're outside of the United States, that is a, you know, it's a pretty general way of describing like the big, important, powerful schools that aren't Ivy League schools in the United States. TPUSA also runs something called the Professor's Watch List. This is a list of professors that TPUSA says are promoting leftist or non-Western values in schools. And TPUSA claims that these professors should be removed or reprimanded for doing so. Now, some of the people on this list, this quote-unquote professor watch list, are pretty obvious. Like, you know, Noam Chomsky. Okay, yeah, I mean, of course, they're Republicans. They're not going to like Noam Chomsky. But the fact is that most of the other professors on this list are not super famous leftist ones that you might have heard of, like, you know, Noam Chomsky or Cornell West. Instead, these are your everyday leftist professors. They are also disproportionately people of color and disproportionately female, because TPUSA, like many other right-wing organizations, is pretty inherently racist and sexist. TPUSA is also moving in a similar direction towards monitoring school boards. School boards, for those of you outside of the United States, are elected officials that determine some policy and like hiring at local school districts. So these are elementary, middle, and secondary schools in the United States. The point is that they highlight for conservative media outlets school boards that have promoted mask wearing during the COVID-19 pandemic or those that promote the 
discussion of race in a nuanced and historically accurate way when it comes to United States history. Again, so far, so normal, run-of-the-mill GOP right wing. The TPUSA was on the right wing of the mainstream Republican Party prior to the 2016 presidential election. In 2016, Kirk and the TPUSA were in favor of somebody like Ted Cruz or Marco Rubio in the 2016 presidential nomination. However, when Trump was nominated, Kirk and TPUSA, like most of the other high-up right-leaning GOP leaders, got on the bandwagon. They got in line and supported Donald Trump when he was nominated. Kirk himself is on record saying that he wasn't a particularly enthusiastic Donald Trump supporter when he was nominated, but that he was going to vote for him. However, throughout the Trump administration, Charlie Kirk and TPUSA, which he remains at the head of and is essentially, you know, his political baby, right? It has moved further and further right wing and has further and further aligned itself with Donald Trump's reigning, you know, group inside of the Republican Party. TPUSA and Charlie Kirk have engaged in open recruitment and connections to racist groups. This has even resulted in some high-level resignations by major political leaders within TPUSA who are not Charlie Kirk. For example, campus leaders at TPUSA chapters in a bunch of, you know, college campuses have protested TPUSA's connections with extreme right-wing figures and with white supremacism. This has not led Charlie Kirk to change his tune or to change how TPUSA works. Instead, it has really doubled down and did throughout the entirety of the Trump administration. 2020, Charlie Kirk was a leader in the GOP in terms of supporting Trump. Specifically, he was trying to get a lot of young people to come out and support Donald Trump's candidacy. The Washington Post has even reported that TPUSA paid young people in the swing state of Arizona specifically to post a lot of Trump content on social media. This content was produced by TPUSA and was supposed to convince young people in that swing state to vote for Donald Trump. TPUSA, during the Trump administration and especially at the end of it, openly promoted COVID-19 misinformation, like, you know, saying that mask mandates were useless and trying to sow confusion about the vaccines, even though, you know, Donald Trump was the person who was promoting the production of those vaccines. However, they pulled some of this COVID-19 misinformation when it turned out that their co-founder, remember, Montgomery, the, the extremely wealthy donor who gave Charlie Kirk a lot of money to found the organization, when it turned out that Montgomery himself died of COVID-19 in 2020. Kirk and TPUSA denied that Donald Trump lost the 2020 election after they spent the majority of 2020 campaigning for his re-election. Charlie Kirk is an open and blatant 2020 denier. You know, he claims that the election was stolen from Donald Trump. Charlie Kirk and TPUSA were also very open in their support of Donald Trump's attempted coup on January 6th of 2021. Charlie Kirk and TPUSA sent buses full of people to Washington, D.C. during the coup. They are open about this. They said, like, yeah, we paid for buses of hundreds of people to go to Washington, D.C. to hear Donald Trump speak. And the specific speech that they were sending those people to listen to was the one that Donald Trump was giving right before he told people to go and, you know, storm the Capitol building, these people who were prepared to kidnap senators and congresspersons, 
and to potentially kill Mike Pence, right? Remember, in other countries that investigate coups, like, for example, Brazil's investigation in the attempted coup in Brazil on January the 8th of this year, the people who have admitted to doing stuff like that, they are already in jail, right? Charlie Kirk is is open. He's on the record about saying these things. Now, the story that I've told you so far is one of a, you know, up-and-coming right-wing GOP leader, Charlie Kirk, who has been led further and further down the right wing of the Republican Party. This might lead you to suspect that he is a similar figure to somebody like Nick Fuentes, somebody that I profiled several weeks ago. However, it's important to know that Charlie Kirk and Nick Fuentes are actually in a a serious and years-long feud. This is one of the more interesting things about Charlie Kirk himself. They are not the vanguard of the Republican Party, and they haven't been essentially since 2016. They have been sort of shoring up the right-ish wing of the party. Back in the Trump administration, this position might have been called alt-light. That is, people who are alt-right in some capacity, but aren't openly white supremacist, right? Something like that. However, now that the vanguard wing of the Republican Party is just like blatant white supremacism, Charlie Kirk and TPUSA have been left a little bit in the back mirror. And people like Nick Fuentes, the leading light of the extreme right wing and the fascist movement in the United States, hates Charlie Kirk, partly because Charlie Kirk has a little bit more mainstream success than Fuentes does. He's got more money. He's got the, you know, the ears of more actual powerful people. But Fuentes also criticizes Kirk because Charlie Kirk has a lot more mainstream Republican opinions, right? Charlie Kirk is not openly white supremacist. He is not openly anti-Semitic. He is not as openly misogynist as Fuentes, although Charlie Kirk is very openly misogynist. You know, he believes that, quote, women's places in the home in a sort of biblical sense, right? Still, Charlie Kirk and TPUSA are incredible examples of what happens when a right-leaning but otherwise perfectly fine pre-Trump GOP organization runs into the Trump phenomenon. Charlie Kirk and his politics and his organization experience radicalization, right-wing reorientation, a flirtation with open white supremacy, and a flirtation with extreme open sexism that characterizes the transformation of the Republican Party today. All right, that was 15 Minutes of Fascism, a sadly topical podcast covering the global rise of the radical right. I'm Dr. Craig Johnson, thanking Sleepy Kitty Arts and Sleepy Kitty Music for our intro, outro, and graphics. If you enjoyed the podcast, please like, share, and subscribe. Please leave a review on whatever it is you're listening to this on. Check out my Patreon at patreon.com slash 15 minutes of fascism. That's 15 minutes of fascism spelled out and all one word. That's also where you can reach me on Gmail, 15 minutes of fascism at gmail.com. I'm on Twitter at hist of the right, that's H-I-S-T of the right, and also on Twitter at fascism15. And again, that's 15 spelled out. Thanks very much, and I'll talk to you Thursday.